This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. A dad breastfeeds his newborn daughter when the mother cannot... Well, you know, I had no idea I could do this, but apparently I can breastfeed. It's not something I thought I could do. Hey, a new skill I didn't know I had. <laughs> I was wondering what these things were for. I got to admit, I don't want to breastfeed. I just, it's something I don't want to do in my life. I, I, it looks like it hurts. And <laughs> besides, I'm not crazy about babies. I don't want to be that close to a baby. That's real close. That's about as close as you can get to a baby is breastfeeding. I do not want that kind of bond with, a, with any baby. <laughs> <laughs> when a Wisconsin couple went into the hospital for the birth of their baby, it was not just the mother who had an eventful night. The father had to step up his game, step up his breastfeeding titty game <laughs> in a way he never imagined. <laughs> so apparently the mother's name is April. So let's just, I'll get down to the brass tacks here. So the April had a difficult birth, uh, a C-section, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, and she, uh, had a seizure uh, right after the baby was born and had to be rushed away. Uh, now, I guess, I, I mean, th- for some reason they want the baby to feed right away. I, I mean, I don't know. You know. I don't know how this works, but, you know, I don't, I'm not around a lot of birthings, just to be honest with you. <laughs> I'm just, I'm not. I did once see a, uh, a caterpillar uh, burst out of a cocoon uh, no, I'm sorry. The butterfly burst out of of a cocoon. <laughs> that was about the the closest thing I've ever been to a birthing, a real birthing. <laughs> uh, so, anyways, they were like, the dad's got to step up the game and do this. And so, you know, they uh, they hooked this guy up to like a, you know, some some little machine. I guess it's like a plastic nipple shield with a tube, and it's like a syringe, some crazy shit. And then uh, this guy just breastfeeds. There's pictures of it. It's, it's crazy. What's, what's wild is he breastfeeded before the mom did. He breastfeeded the, the, the baby before the mom ever did. That, to me, that's what's crazy about that, too. Not, not, well, not only that. I mean, the fact that you could, with a little bit of, um, you know, I don't know, adjustments, you can actually breastfeed if you're a guy. I mean, I had no idea, guys. I'm friggin' stupid, obviously. Um, I don't know these things. I mean, I know I got breasts and nipples, but I don't know what they were, what the hell they were for. I just thought, I just thought they were out of commission. Basically, is what I'm saying. You know, I just thought through evolution and hundreds of thousands, millions of years, that my titties were just decommissioned and they no longer could produce milk or do anything. But you know, what do I know? Did you guys know about this? Any of you out there? Any of you guys ever breastfed before? I want to know. That's some weird shit. And we, I mean, I want to talk to you about that. <laughs> so please, call into Weird AF News. Also, um, if you have any other uh, weird, weird capabilities within the male body that you that you know about that you want to bring to my attention, like please, I obviously don't know how my body works. <laughs> obviously, <laughs> can I fly? Also, do I, is there wings here somewhere that I didn't know about? Because <laughs> That's something I could be into. (laughs) Oh, man. So funny. Hey, what would Weird AF News be without a Florida story? So, yeah, I got one. But this is a little different. Okay, it's a weird Florida story. 
But unlike some of the other ones which showcase the uh, idiocy of Floridians, this one showcases some charity and heart uh, in, a, in a weird way. <laughs> so just to let you guys know that, like, not everybody in Florida is crazy. <laughs> like, this is still crazy, though. It's still crazy, but they're good people, it seems like. A Florida couple decided to ask for a thousand goats instead of wedding gifts for a charitable cause. Yeah, hey, you coming to my wedding? Yeah, bring a couple of goats. <laughs> hey, uh, hey, couple in Florida, question, where does one get goats, okay? Because I got to tell you, they're not, you know, they're not selling them at, at, uh, at, at Kohl's, <laughs> all right? Last I checked. <laughs> Last I checked, I can't go to Target and pick up a couple of goats. <laughs> so where am I getting some goats? I don't know. Maybe they're all over Florida. <laughs> You'd think they'd ask for a thousand alligators. But <laughs> So this is Naples, Florida. A Florida couple decided to ask for a thousand goats instead of wedding gifts to help raise money for developing villages in Africa. Wait a minute. Really? I would think that Africa has more goats than we do. What do I know? I've never been to Africa. I don't know shit about Africa. I think people... Here's a quote. I think people were very moved that instead of wedding presents, we were asking for donations, says the wife. Uh, (laughs) So after the husband and wife volunteered in Malawi, Africa, they became very passionate for aiding in the improvement of others' lives. They decided to become involved with an organization called uh, Villages of Partnership. Uh, according to the charity, Villages of Partnership works with 25 villages impacting over 20,000 lives. Um, so it looks like they, uh, they, they combat a lack of food and they provide families with, believe it or not, goats as a source of income. Because one goat can help a farmer produce a fruitful harvest by using its byproducts as fertilizers. So when you're giving a family some goats, you're giving them like their livelihood because... There's uh, they can get they can get so much production out of goats. I didn't know this, okay? Because I don't, you know, I live in 2018. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm not, a, I don't know the benefits of goats. I just don't. I don't know the benefits of much farm related shit. To be honest with you, I just don't. <laughs> so I'm so I'm just very very um, sheltered in those kinds of ways. Although I, I once had the great honor of uh, being exposed to, um, what do they call the, oh, the Amish. I got, I got exposed to some Amish people, um, and I, that was kind of eye-opening. And they were, they were, oh man, they made the best, this is going to sound so weird, but they made the best popcorn. These Amish people, I bought popcorn from these Amish people. They made all of these different flavors of popcorn, and they were like, like homemade kettle, you know, like really seriously gourmet popcorn. I mean, it was unbelievable. I could, I mean, I, never in a million years did I think I would meet an Amish person, Amish person, and and, and then, of course, I never thought in, in my wildest dreams I'd ever be buying popcorn from an Amish person. And then to kick it off even more, I had no idea. I never thought in a million years that the popcorn would be the best popcorn I ever had in my life. These goddamn Amish people making popcorn. Oh, my beasts, man. Like, that's some grade A shit right there. They're, <laughs> In Pennsylvania, I got to tell you, if you guys are in Pennsylvania, you go to the Amish people and get some of that popcorn, man. I'm telling you right now, this shit was amazing. Um, Okay, so back to the goat story. How did I get off on an Amish popcorn rant? (laughs) I need to stop smoking weed before I do this. Okay, uh, the article goes on to say uh, how some people uh, brought, uh, bought, it's like brought or bought, uh, one, two, four, and even ten goats. They had one group that gave a hundred goats, the husband said. A hundred goats? What does that cost? Holy shit. 
Wow, that's crazy. They say the family says they're currently they are currently at 670 goats total, and they hope to reach a thousand. If you or someone you know would like to donate to their cause, you can visit the couple's website. Uh, you could Google this article and find it. And uh, they they're so happy, by the way. They're smiling, and she's holding a small baby goat in the photo in her wedding dress. Oh man, these people are so all about sending goats to Africa. That's just phenomenal. Man, what am I doing with my life? I'm I'm in a crappy bedroom in Los Angeles drinking homemade cold brew iced coffee and ranting and raving about Amish people that make popcorn and goats as gifts at weddings. I mean, what am I doing with my life? Am I helping anybody? <laughs> I need to get in this goat game. <laughs> this is a story I wanted to do because I came across it a few weeks ago and I forgot to get on it because it has to do with my industry and I'm kind of interested in it. Uh... It has to do with Netflix. I'm, I'm an actor. I don't know if you guys know this. I don't just do Weird AF News. I've been in Gotham. I've been in Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, Law & Order. I've been on The Letterman Show, all that shit. Uh, so I got, you know, I got some credits. And anyway, so this, this article is about my industry and what's going on, which is kind of crazy. And uh, I kind of want to do the article, but I also want to hear from you guys about this because this is very, very controversial. So a Netflix film crew, um, cruise, Netflix Netflix film crews banned from looking at each other for longer than five seconds in a Me Too crackdown. Oh, yes, this is happening, man. Uh, Netflix has introduced new anti-harassment training in the wake of the Me Too movement that rocked Hollywood and seriously disrupted production on such shows as House of Cards. Now, new rules imposed on the sets reportedly include no looking at anyone for longer than five seconds, no lingering hugs, no flirting, and no asking for a colleague's phone number. <laughs> Whoa. Okay, so I get the phone number thing. That's And flirting, oh man, that's that's tough. It's going to happen. But um, all right, I understand. No flirting. Okay, I can deal with that. No, no hugs? What the hell? All right, all right, so no hugs. Okay, so no physical touching. Jeez, that's, that's tough, but okay, because people want to hug. Um, and, I, you know, I love humanity and when I'm, and, you know, and if you love your coworkers, why not a hug once in a while? Uh, uh, no looking at anyone for longer than five seconds. That's bananas. And first of all, what do you got? People walking around with stopwatches? <laughs> like, what the hell? There's going to be an app and there's going to be like implants in our eyeballs and we're going to, they're going to be like, if you look at someone more than five seconds of the opposite sex or, or the same sex in some sort of lingering romantic way, your eyeballs just automatically shut off <laughs> like, and you're blind for an hour. <laughs> oh, man, this is, this is nuts, man. This is just nuts. I mean, what, do you, what am I supposed to do? How do you not look at someone for more than five seconds? What if you're having a conversation? You're supposed to avert your eyes like a weirdo? <laughs> like, hey, let's make this even more socially awkward where I don't look at you while we're having a conversation. Who said that? I don't know who said that. I'm looking at the ground. I'm looking at the ground. I don't know who said anything, okay? I'm just going to walk around and look at the sky. How about that? <laughs> hey, how come you look, at the, you look at the ground for the eight hours that you're on set? It's because I'm trying to avoid a lawsuit and keep my job. <laughs> Have you learned anything? Yeah, I learned that there's a lot of ants. I never noticed how many goddamn ants there were. But I'm looking at the ground now for eight hours a day, so no one sues me. Wow, this is crazy. So, uh, you know, this is obviously very controversial, the Me Too thing going on. Um, I've been telling people now that, I, I mean, I've been having to, like, not go in for hugs either with the ladies because uh, I don't want to get in trouble. <laughs> I'll tell you right now, man. Here's what I was talking about with my friend the other day, how uh, the, with the Me Too movement, 
there's a little there's a little bit of a reluctance when it comes to going in for the first kiss. That's what's happening in my world. I'm a little I'm a little afraid to go in the, for the first kiss because I don't want to get arrested. <laughs> because what if she doesn't want it? She don't want a first kiss, you know. Uh, but here's the thing: like the first kiss, right, is always a gamble, right? You never know. If you, you're, rolling the, you're rolling the dice on the first kiss, right? We're all rolling the dice. We love to be on a date, right? And if it's going well, we try and take in all the signals that we can. Okay, she liked this. Oh, she gave me... Oh, uh, I touched her hand and she was okay with that. Oh my gosh, she touched my hand. That was great. Oh, she's laughing at all my jokes. Oh, in my mind, I'm doing the, I'm doing the math. I'm doing the math. And then I come, up with a, um, I come up with a final answer. A plus D plus E plus... Plus plus y plus x divided by four. I'm like, okay, I got a ninety percent shot that she wants this kiss, and then I try it. But now it's like, damn. I mean, I can't even. I, my ninety percent, it's got to be a hundred percent, and I don't even know how to. I don't even know how to come up with that number. Like it's, in other words, it's always a gamble. I'm never a hundred percent sure that they're gonna want the first kiss. It's like you roll the dice. Don't we all do that? You all do that. You don't know if they want the first kiss. You roll the dice. You go in and you hope that they just, you're like, please reciprocate. And now I don't even know if I can go in for the first kiss without sort of like a written confirmation. <laughs> Maybe I text them from the restroom. I'm like, hey, look, it, this date is going really well and I'm thinking about going in for the first kiss. Uh, can I get a yes or a no on that? Please text me back. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so the... Uh, the uh, the no phone numbers I get that the flirting it's got here's the thing though about um, can, can I just can I just be honest here can I just be totally honest uh, now when I work on a set of a television or or a film uh, I'm never bored because it's always exciting but I have in the past uh, worked some really boring jobs I was a bill collector which is you're at a desk all day long making phone calls and people are swearing at you and hanging it up. It was miserable all day long. People just going, get a real job, loser, hanging up. Um, that was a miserable office experience. The only good thing about that office experience was that I worked with a, a beautiful, a pleasant woman, uh, a girl. You know, I was young and she was young as well. And, and we flirted. And it, I got to tell you, it was the only thing that kept me from killing myself <laughs> was, <laughs> was this girl who will remain na- nameless. Uh, like, if I didn't have her there, I, I mean, I couldn't even go in. Like, the thought of her smile, like, was enough for, for me to get it. Like, you know what? I don't want to be hung up on all day and told that I'm a loser. Um, but, you know, but her smile is amazing. And I can't wait to s- sit adjacent to her for eight hours. That's what got me through the day. And we would flirt. Of course we would flirt. We were young and hot. We flirted. And we hated our jobs. It was the worst. We wanted to kill ourselves. So we got a little flirtation out of it. That was, all the, that was all that kept us going. And sometimes you work a very, very mundane job. It's mindless. It's, it's soul-crushing. It's degrading to all human beings that are there. And the only thing that can get you through is so, something in the office has got to give you hope. Something in the office has got to make you interested in being there. Something has got to give you some little nugget of joy. And maybe that's office flirting, okay? And how can you take that away from us? That's a great thing sometimes, all right? flirting but like you know in a, in a respectful way in an, in an innocent way i'm not saying like being a creepo you know following her to the cafeteria i'm like hey nice pants <laughs> no that's creepy i'm saying just you know what's wrong with flirting at the office look at you guys are gonna weigh in on this i'm sure my fellow weirdos i mean this is a very this is in the this is it in our culture right now it's something we're all dealing with so um 
of course, this is only going on probably in the U.S. So if you're in another country, you're probably like, what are you talking about? <laughs> this is happening in the U.S. FYI, no one's allowed to hug and we can't make eye contact for more than five minutes. The police will arrest us. <laughs> I'm kidding. That's an exaggeration. But it's heading in that area. I'm worried. So look, I want to hear from you. I want you to call in and tell me what you think about this. My number is 646-450-2012. You can also email me, funnyjones at gmail.com, or DM me at funnyjones on Twitter and Instagram, or Facebook is Comedian Jonesy. I want to give a shout-out and a special thanks to uh, two individuals who have joined my Patreon, Laura Brewer and Zippy. Uh, Zippy and I have had some uh, interaction on uh, Instagram, and uh, these are wonderful people, by the way. And for joining my Patreon and being like taking your weirdo uh, fan level up to a whole other echelon, this is fantastic. And so I appreciate it so much. And I want to also use this opportunity to encourage others to join the Patreon. Uh, it's Patreon.com/slash Weird AF News. There's a link in the description of the podcast, and you can you can give Jonesy a cup of coffee a month, which is like something that Jonesy needs in this world. Um, you know, I, I prefer iced coffee, and so you know, uh, let's make that happen. You know, and I and I can't do it without you. You know, I really need you. <laughs> I could probably do it without you, but hey, come on, let, let help out. All right, step up the game here. Let's make this a thing. Okay, Jonesy's sweating his balls off in a small L.A. apartment with construction vehicles 10 feet away from my face and helicopters flying over my bowl of cereal. Like, life is tough over here, all right? (laughs) So this is just one way that you can uh, show your love and support for Weird AF News is by joining the Patreon. There are other ways, too. You can, you know, you can follow me on Instagram. You can reach out to me like that, too. I really love to hear from you. I like... I like to gain new followers, especially on my Instagram, which is a place that I'm very, very active. And you can get sort of a glimpse into my chaotic life um, and my, you know, avant-garde lifestyle from there. Which, when I say avant-garde, I just mean, like, my weird artistic lifestyle. <laughs> which, there's a lot of jokes in there, though, guys. There's a lot of jokes. So, if you're looking for some funny, my Instagram is where it's at. Funny Jones is the handle. It's also my um, my Twitter. And it's... Uh, my YouTube. Oh, by the way, uh, Weird AF News on YouTube is great too because uh, there's videos of me without my shirt. What can I say, you know? And um, I got I got perfect breasts. They're perfect breastfeeding breasts. I think. I don't know though. You tell me. You look at them and you tell me if I'm if I could support a family of eight with my breasts. <laughs> so YouTube.com/slash/WeirdAFNews if you want to, um, you know, subscribe on there and watch some videos. I've been doing something on the YouTube that's unique. Uh, I've been grabbing throwback audio from, because I've been doing this Weird AF News now for like a year. I've been grabbing old, funny stories that I think still are recyclable, and I've been putting them on YouTube with graphics and stuff, just as another way to sort of recycle that material. Because some of those stories are like evergreen. They're just hilarious forever and ever. So I'm like recycling them on there. So you get a little bonus there with the YouTube. So please subscribe on there. There's a link to the YouTube in the podcast description as well. And thank you so much for being a weirdo. I love you.